This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the best podcast in the whole wide world. I'm Florence. Oh, Florence, that was so good. I was not expecting that one. Woo! Teaching some hard truths there. Some hard truths. Um, and of course, I am Reed. So that, that kind of falls flat there. Yeah, I was just like, what What can I say at the beginning of this episode to make people super excited? <laughs> yeah. So I have some like weird, weird news from like, well, not weird news. Something weird happened to me during my training session with my PT earlier. Oh my God, stop. What happened, please? So I've just come off my period and you know what that means. Oh, yeah. And he was really late and we ended up doing like uh, like some rounds of, so he's my Muay Thai instructor. So we were in the ring and after we finished doing all the rounds, actually no, like through in the middle of, this is, this is what kind of started the like, hmm, um, in my mind because I have a bruise on my leg and I was wearing shorts and he was like, where did you get that from? I was like, I don't know. And then when we were doing the exercises and I was kneeing him, <laughs> knee, I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. Move, um, I realized I was like, oh fuck, I think the bruise is from this because that's where the pad hits me. And he was just like, oh, mm. so I gave you the bruise. And immediately in my head, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, fuck. Are you attracted to your Mai Tai instructor? <laughs> well, or is it is it like always been a bit of a vibe <laughs> i've known him for a long time like yeah. i've been training with him for like on and off for four years yeah i think so like quite comfortable very comfortable but so at the end of it we were like he was just like okay now we're going to do some ab crunches and i was like down on the floor and he was like standing like by my feet and like holding his hands up for me to like punch up. So like crunch up and then like punch his Mm -hmm. hands. And oh my God, like him just like standing towering (laughs) above me was like- When you were saying that, I was already like, well, yeah, please go on. Like frothing in the mouth. (laughs) Right. And then like, I was, I think I maybe did like 10 and then suddenly I like clocked in my head that I was getting turned on. (laughs) And then my face went like even more red. I wonder if you could tell. Because I wonder, because I was suddenly like, fuck. Uh, I think you were probably really covered by the fact that you're doing exercise. Yeah. And, you know, you could just play it off as like, I'm really hot. Like, really. Whoo, so hot. training so hard. Ooh, oh my God. Um, it's, yeah, it's what's it called it's like i'm sure there's like a word where it's called um where you wouldn't necessarily find somebody attractive but because you work or you know you're with them in close proximity you find mm. them attractive you start is i mean is that just be it's like demisexual where you're just really into personalities i know that's like not it but you end up just finding them attractive through the close proximity thing or through yeah. like when you when you work in an office and then you find people attractive you never would find attractive yeah but then that's because i think you're 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 basing the attraction on something completely different so like yeah. it wouldn't be like you're on a dating app and you swipe yes but because you've mm-hmm. actually got to know them you start getting attracted because of your like personal chemistry 
So like, yeah, it's not based some... on looks, basically. It's not so no, superficial. He, he's he's attractive, though. I think he's attractive. <laughs> your face oh my god for Lawrence I know that feeling though when you're just when you're like you're trying so hard to concentrate and all you can think about is sex and it literally it gets annoying it it gets annoying when you're just like especially when you're at work and you're trying to concentrate I mean I think I've literally thought about fucking every single person I've worked with ever (laughs) wait what like, I'm not talking about masturbating over them. I'm talking about just, like, thinking about Having fucking them. Like, how, how... Not even a... Fa- yeah, I suppose it is a fantasy. But it's, like, you know, how they would have sex. What they would fuck yeah. like. Would it be good? And most of the time, then, you know, then it kind of turns into a fantasy of, like, how I would want wow. them to fuck. Yeah. Uh, but everyone I've worked with, I've, I've for sure thought about fucking them. I've not had it with everyone that I've worked with. But I, but I have, like, if there's been an attraction that's built mm. through working some with someone then obviously but like I don't have it with everyone but yeah. there's this thing about personal trainers though I feel yeah. like there's always a bit of a vibe with your personal well, trainer it makes so much sense you're doing a lot of like like heavy moving sweating breathing <laughs> a lot of like good chemicals are being pumped into you because you're doing that kind of exercise that's true um you're also like there's a kind of a weird power dynamic of there is they're yeah. telling you to do something and pushing you to your limits which is quite like sexual anyway <laughs> sexy yeah <laughs> it's basically fucking but without the sex Oh my god, it actually is. <laughs> you, you've been fucking him all this time. You didn't oh, even I know. I've just been fucking him. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh man, yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like, I want to go there, but I should not go there. Oh yeah, like if you want to, but it would just, then you'd be pissed off that you fuck somebody and then you can't use them as your instructor anymore, your, your personal trainer. Like, or could it just get really hot at the gym? Unless you were hoping for a relationship, it will ruin that professional relationship. Unless they're actually, you I know don't what? Want a relationship. With I'm him. like, I'm, I'm shitting on this person. They could be a really good communicator, have sex with you, and communicate that they didn't want anything further. And, and it's both mutual, and you both agree, and it's both. Calm what if cool. he wants a relationship with me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, we, we can't work out anymore. We can't do this shit no more oh yeah it would be really awkward yeah so it's always like you have to think about the chances of that happening and working perfectly and they're so slim when you but saying that my my best friend is getting married and she met her no i mean it was a person that she worked with at work um but it was somebody (laughs) that you know it was kind of like an area where you shouldn't really go there Mm mm-hmm and you yeah. went there and it paid off. Like you can get success stories, but I would say the majority of the time, it is not a success. You ruin a relationship, unfortunately, a relationship that can't go back from. There was this guy in the office that I used to work in like a few years ago. And he was so not someone that you would immediately think, damn, like you're super mm. attractive. But we, we used to sit next to each other at the office and we would work in like very close proximity. And yeah. um, there was this thing about him. And I thought that I was the <laughs> I only so one much. that felt it. And I was yeah. like, oh damn, there's, there's, there's something hot there's about Something you, you cannot put your finger on, yeah, yeah. And um, 
And then I started talking to the other girls in the office. Turns out so many of them had the same office crush. Mm -hmm. And it was just Mm -hmm. so bizarre because he just isn't the sort of guy that you would that he that you would um Fuck. think that women would have like the office crush on but one of my friends ended up fucking him and yeah. she was like it was so good that oh. i would suggest that you fuck him as well oh my god what a legend that she, right? she said that but, so i feel but, like, like he gave off that like the bde uh, right yeah, it's got to be like that's what it was i'm a legend in bed it's not all about looks it is honestly about like your confidence and how you believe in yourself and how you hold yourself there is so much more than looks and that goes Mm -hmm. for for all genders um yeah what you were talking about with not wanting to fuck everyone and 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 having almost like having to look at that personality um and connect with that personality i think that's just sexuality right so it's like your sexuality, you need to have that connection before you can really be turned on by somebody. But then other sexuality, I don't even know what this fucking sexuality is called, where it's like, I could fuck anyone and anything and still have a good time, regardless of whether I'm attracted to them or not. And like that kind of ability to sit there and think of anybody and how they have sex and not be repulsed or disgusted, be like, huh, okay, yeah, that's that's how we're going to do this. Well, yeah, it was like that time when you tried to hook me up with that guy in the in the <laughs> yeah. bar, and you were like, "Found Florence, found the hottest guy for you." Okay, I didn't say and he was like, the hottest guy, bruh. Like, don't you said he was like hot. This. You said that he was hot. He was said, hot. He, no, he I wasn't. was attracted to. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So yeah. Anyway, you sent him. He he came over to the bar, and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I I sent you his Instagram, man. Like you had, you already he did pre-vetted not have him. any photos on his Instagram. <laughs> he did, but it was the Hardly guy. Wasn't any, this, and it, you couldn't wasn't really this see. The, wasn't this the guy where you were like you couldn't couldn't really tell how tall he was, or like you couldn't really tell from the photos what his. But body it wasn't type that was. he was. He was. I wasn't he was not attracted to him because he was short. Like yeah. I just, I just was like, wow, this guy is just not my type. Fair enough. Types. I mean, I was so attracted to him. I thought he was like, well, sweet, well, cute. But I was on a date with Sam at the time. (laughs) And it was a bit too early to be like, do you want to go have a guy guy threesome with this random dude? You know? Yeah. Oh, my days. Yeah. But I think that's just just proof kind of that you, you, yeah, I mean, it was very sweet. But um, yeah, it's proof that you, (laughs) I'm just like, read a fuck anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I would fuck anything. I think that's why I enjoy sex parties so much because for me, it's not mm. about like getting to know someone and finding out if our personalities match. It's literally just the raw fuck. Yeah, I wonder if I would even enjoy a sex party properly because I'm like, where's the connection, dude? Like, yeah, it might just feel it? really like vapid and superficial and not, not yeah. real. Like, you know, that feeling of emptiness afterwards mm-hmm. of... I suppose, yeah, because... Mm, I want to try it out. I want to, like, test that theory out to see if yes. it would be hot or not. Because I think in some 
situations I could get into the whole like wow it's like an orgy like let's just fucking yeah I mean it's not pleasurable in like the physical sense it's just like such a like a mind pleasure it's a very different thing it's so hard to describe I'm not Mm. sitting there like coming over it but other people can do and are but it's definitely like you're just in the middle of a mass of bodies fucking and sucking and having a great time you're just like oh my god i'm enjoying this but for all like really different reasons yeah Yeah, super interesting i'm so horny so you've just got back from holiday how did it oh my god how did it go did you masturbate how did that happen like oh okay so did not bring vibrators i was too sketched out i was like it's just not worth being thrown in jail for three years like fuck that of course you probably can risk it but I just didn't want to take that risk I'm really such a nervous flyer as it is like fuck that shit so (laughs) guess my fucking luck the day that we arrived I come on my period yeah motherfucker and I'm sitting there like oh nice holiday sex and then I'm like cool like you know fucking bleed in the river Nile for three four five days yeah I, I wasn't horny annoyingly um I don't know whether it's jet lag as well but when I'm on my period I'm rarely that horny no you're um, not you don't, don't like really period sex no I really don't because I don't I, I like very nice nice and neat sex and n- not too many spillages as I wish I could get into the sloppy fantasy but I just you're I'm like, not Nah. Oh, I can give a sloppy blowjob if it's not on my bed. If it's on someone else's bed, I got slobber all over the place. But if it's on my bed, I don't want my saliva ruining that my is. nice bed sheets. <laughs> Please tell Please. me I'm not alone in this. No, no. No, I will get mess fucking everywhere on my own sheets. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. It will. I. It will ruin it. The whole bed experience for me. Um, <laughs> same so with period sex happened? as well. Yeah, yeah. So. um on the holiday, it was amazing. I like I've done a little vlog as well, talking about my mental health Yay. of like like a lot of anxiety because holiday anxiety is real for me. I get a lot of health anxiety, yeah, which yeah, you do. Yeah, feeds in with like flights and food and sun and all the things that you could possibly imagine. So sex wise, we didn't actually have a hell of a lot of sex. Like we had sex. But I think I was more annoyed and I was not turned on by the fact that I did not have my wand with me. And I knew that it was just gonna take ages. So I was just like, if we do this. Also so fucking tired. You know when your schedules are just messed up anyway. So yeah, didn't have a a hell of a lot of sex. Had like a couple of blowjobs here and there. Sam was a fucking hero, an absolute hero. And he tried, he did not just tried, he he waited for me and he did like long ass sessions. And and one time I did clitorally come with my hands. This is the use of my hands, but I'm not joking. I gave up three times, like during this long ass session of me trying to come. And I just like, you know, it just builds and gets worse and worse. And I'm so relieved that he just was so like triumphant and like, no, just relax, like calm down. We're gonna get there, just take your time. And it was very much like a nice chilled, lazy, like he's doing, he's a fucking machine, like playing with my body like an instrument while I'm trying to get this fucking clitoral orgasm. that's just so far and hard to reach. And just, I wanted to give up so badly. Yeah, it's so so frustrating. It's, it's frustrating as well because, like, you always romanticise holidays as, like, you know, having oh, yeah. loads and loads of sex. And I had, so, I when I had it doesn't romanticise that for sure. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I was just, I was so frustrated about not having a sex toy. And I was just, it just reminded me of like, how the fuck did I cope when I was younger without sex toys? When I just would like go on a date and go back and fuck somebody and not have my sex toy there to give me my pleasure. It would literally be all about them. Yeah. And that's, that's not cool, man. Like it takes me so fucking long to, to masturbate and come anyway in my own space, let alone with another person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit... Uh, I wouldn't say frustrated, but like it's I'm I'm coming up to ovulation, so like the horn oh, fuck, yeah. is but coming. You can have the sex with the vibrator now. Yes, I can, yes. I had such a great fucking orgasm last night. Like one that I had to edge myself on because I, I could come so easily just using my wand. Um, yeah. and doing it in my own space but I, I do recognize that there is something to say about having a format of or- orgasming like of coming you know like, it's mean? very easy to get like your wand out and come that way but uh, I am yeah. so used to having like a routine and a format and the way that I do mm. it and so that when I'm in a, a situation that's not that exact format it can fuck with my head and it can make it so much harder to come so I think it is important to Try and get yourself to come in different ways, with different toys, in different areas, in different bodily positions. Because otherwise, yeah, yeah. you're just going to have to go for that one position that makes you come. And I've heard this a couple yeah. of times from people as well. I think as well, when I was in, like, when I like left London at the end of last year mm-hmm. and I was in Toronto and I had, like, a selection of different vibrators that I, like, never usually use, mm-hmm. I was so, like unsatisfied by (laughs) not having my like wand with me yeah and it kind of ruined masturbation for me for for quite a while because I was just like oh I don't have like the way that I usually do it and like Mm -hmm. instead of being like let's figure out like another cool way to masturbate I just like let the frustration be there like oh I don't have my favorite toy and then um I feel like the karma of that situation was like breaking when I came back. <laughs> Shit, I forgot. I'm so sad like, for you. You should have learned how yeah. to do it without me by now. <laughs> but that, that, that's such a good point. It's not about our bodies. It's about where our mind's at with it. And mm. allowing ourselves to sit in the frustration is the worst thing that we can do because it almost yeah. like gives that power that you can't come, that it's gonna be hard for you. It almost like solidifies that in your head. So you need to just change your perspective and be like, right, this is the situation, let's try and do it a different way. And I know it's long and arduous and you just wanna come, but sometimes that's what you have to do. I mean, it's like with anything you feel negative about, it's changing your perception, making yourself see a different way enough. So little by little, you see it a different way with ease. It's not hard work anymore. But I do want to say, um, not being able to come, and I've, you know, like, there were times we were talking about coming every night with our wand, and then mm-hmm. I think I worked with my, th- I did work with my therapist about maybe not using my wand every night. I haven't noticed a difference in my ability to come. If anything, me not coming every night as, like, you know, something I do every night and go to sleep with has almost made me less horny, I feel. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if there's any anything in saying like oh you're using your sex toy too much or maybe you're coming Mm. you know if you're coming every night for the wrong reasons that's going to stop you from orgasming I don't think it makes much of a difference to me anyway I've definitely had the same thing because I've definitely Mm -hmm. stopped masturbating as much recently when I 
have the whole like I'm gonna step away from my yes. vibrator yeah and like I really wasn't masturbating that much at all and I have definitely been way less interested in sex in fact yeah. I think today was the first time I've actually been horny in a couple of weeks fuck and there's so many things that so many you know, people tell you that you're, you, you're, you're masturbating too much, you're coming too much, or again, you know, coming for the wrong reasons, like with, without, without meaning or purpose, it's just like mm. a come to go to bed. But I feel like yeah. that really worked for me. Um, I like I'm, being horny. <laughs> yeah, I want to be fucking horny. I mean, of course, it might not be that. It could be other situations. It could be that there isn't necessarily anything. Like, you know, it could be hormone related. There could be loads of other things. But yeah. I do know, especially with dudes, if they wank more, they they create more, I think it's testosterone or more good, happy so chemicals want- inside them. So, so they want more sex. I think um, it's exactly the same thing with us. I, it's got to be. When I'm in a relationship, uh, like the, the, if I start having regular sex, I'm going to want sex more. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm not in a relationship, I can take it or leave it sometimes because I don't have it regularly. Yeah. But if it's there, then I want it a lot. And like, then I'm insatiable. Oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> So obviously this was quite an extended amount of time to spend with Sam as well, your bay, holiday bay. And yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, how did that go? Because going away on holiday with your partner it, for the first time is a thing. It is a thing. And again, we romanticize and we think mm-hmm. it's gonna be perfect and magical. And you're gonna like be in love with each other every single day and you're not gonna argue <laughs> yeah. and bicker. and. And it's just not the fucking reality. Like, <laughs> and it pisses me off. I feel like I'm, I feel like I fantasize about this every time before I go on holiday. And then I get there and I'm like, we shouldn't be arguing. We shouldn't be mad with each other. And it's like, fuck off. What changes? If anything, you should be more stressed and bickering with each other because going on holiday is fucking stressful and you're yeah. out of your comfort zone and you're doing crazy things. Luckily, Sam and I had a really good time most of the time, but we definitely did get frustrated and bicker here and there and of course when you're spending that much time together the only other person around to take that is the other person even when it's not their fault yeah yeah especially with anxiety like I especially with being on my period having IBS issues having mad anxiety and not knowing where to direct that normally I'd have Mm. my therapist to talk to or my friends to discuss it with but it was just Sam and I and he got the brunt of a lot of my frustration and my worries and then on top of that you're beating yourself up about it because you should be having a good time too and then that pisses you off more it's like a cycle I know I think it's really good to talk about it like this though and Mm -hmm. normalize it because it is a fantasy world going on holiday with a partner and like I I definitely fantasize about it and like I remember God, like the one time that my ex would go on holiday with me. Um, <laughs> Fuck. Nice one, bro. Yeah. What's that? And it wasn't even like the only, it was for a wedding as well. So it was like, we had to go. Oh, like he oh would never god. go. Oh my God. This, this, no. this topic's sour for me because Jesus. my ex for four years would never go on holiday with me. And I, all, I, that's one of the things, like when I'm away and I see a couples away together, mm-hmm. that's all I want. All I want is to like explore and go on adventures with someone that I'm in love with. Like that's yeah. like one of the 
things in life that I've always really wanted and I have never had it. But it's all also the fantasy. It Even is. the person that you get on so well with, fully in love with, it's perfect. You still might have yeah. like, not the most perfect time away. Yeah, for sure. I, I wonder how it'll actually be when it happens to me properly. But I remember mm. back back at that time, it was really nice though. Like I think because mm. our relationship was quite shit, actually when we were away <laughs> on holiday, it was a lot better. Yeah. Like we actually ended up having quite a lot of sex. It wasn't like necessarily amazing, but mm-hmm. we kind of committed to doing like the holiday sex thing so we were just like randomly fucking like in the shower after we got back from a walk like on the sofa and nice so yeah weirdly it was like way better for us because we were having such a shit time actually on holiday you know what one of my favorite things to do as well with a partner I'm sure you did this with Sam when you're in the pool together and you're like sitting basically like you're like the arms around their neck and you're like both like <laughs> bobbing up and down in the pool together I love it so much it's so cute we 100% did that like the cliche <laughs> and everything fuck and which was really lovely and there are of course some so really nice moments there are always going to be nice moments on a holiday but it's whether it whether you let the shitty moments taint the whole holiday or taint that yeah. moment or taint the day yes, which you um, shouldn't and it's hard to do like I I definitely coming back I was like oh and I do this a lot you know like a catastrophize Mm. a lot um Mm. and I I think in my head oh we had that tiny minuscule argument that was actually worked out pretty quickly but no we shouldn't be arguing at all this isn't perfection oh it's all over we shouldn't be in this like I'm wasting my time I'm wasting his time and it's just like where the fuck is that thought process coming from you need to calm the fuck down and just stay in the goddamn present and enjoy what you have now arguing as long as there's resolution isn't Mm -hmm. that unhealthy we're two human beings healthy right different opinions and like it's good to be able to have discussions and resolve them it's good to have the conflict and resolve as long as there's no like hate afterwards and like Mm, you know it's not getting violent or whatever yeah like or even just like petty nasty words um yeah and that that gets easier the older you get as well i definitely remember you know like screaming matches and shouting arguments and and now it's like before there's even raised voices it's like right let's diffuse the situation yeah. either have some time apart or talk about this um yeah. and that definitely comes with like age and practice yeah i mean i've never had have arguments in a relationship because i'm really avoidant of conflict yeah of course yeah but that's my own thing it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it's good or bad like I don't actually think it was great that I avoid conflict in no. a relationship because I'm like if there's something that I want to say but um yeah I mean that whole shit was like stupid anyway because if I ever did raise something I like didn't like or was unhappy about like it turned into I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, which is fucked up. And that's also like manipulation and emotional abuse. There's mm-hmm. no communication skills there. And of course that makes it harder for you to bring things up in the future when you are not happy with a situation. Um, yeah. But these are all shitty things that we can unlearn. Like again, like me and aggression. Aggression is such an, a protective move for me. And that's what I've learned through my parents and it's easier for me to be angry at someone than it is to feel hurt and sad. So I hit people with like 
anger and frustration and yeah shouting which thank fuck I don't do anymore but definitely back in the day it was it was I'm not being heard so I'm going to be louder and you listen to me and like whatever I say I will keep you know it's nasty that's horrible that's also unacceptable Mm. and I know that it's I'm I'm really grateful because Sam and I are both like that if something is up then we will both say and that does meet with aggression but it also means like being emotionally intelligent and emotionally aware that things aren't okay. Um, mm. Like like you said, on the other side where maybe you won't say something or won't speak up because you don't want to create conflict. And then yeah. it, uh, that, they're just, they're both equally as shit and we both need yeah. to work on them. They're, it's yeah. not acceptable. It's, it's not there's okay, always, man. There's always <laughs> things to work on in a relationship. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's it. Everyone's growing as a human being. Do you feel closer yeah. together, like after having that time away? Yes, like I do. Um, I, I've, I've spoke to Sam about this as well. Like I was in a weird place when I got back of yeah. being completely obsessed and in love and like can't stop thinking about him. But then on like literally at the same time being like, I need my space. I don't want to be with you anymore. And it was those literal two wow like extreme feelings battling against each other and it just felt so uncomfortable and I didn't know what to do and it was coming out and I I fucking hope that's just like jet lag or again like the pure anxiety exhaustion um or after holiday blues yes so that's space that's what we've agreed on we were both like oh how about we have some space this week and try really hard not to talk to each other until we see each other on saturday and fuck me it's hard because that codependent side of me is like no i want you to make me feel better and then i'm like no 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 i need to remember that i can feel better by myself do the things that that make me feel good is so important and I'm so like proud of you both for making that step because it's really (laughs) hard when you are so codependent to actually take the Mm -hmm. space and to actually just but even like have the you can take the space but then not actually do the work but you're both thinking I need to be able to make myself happy and like putting in things to do that and that's so key yeah and and try really hard not to like allow myself to ruminate and obsess and just be like okay distract myself with music I like go and have a bath go and like paint my nails go and watch a tv show that I want to watch that I enjoy like Bridgerton's like some great good garbage right now (gasps) did you finish Bridgerton (laughs) series two no I'm getting there I'm getting there but holy fucking shit I'm loving it it's like the best good garbage of like like, love it right it's like like the romance side and you're just sitting there I like, cannot oh, this is terrible. wait I love this I can't wait for you to see the uh the shit end. the finale oh my god I can't wait <gasps> um I've been trying to like that. not binge it and stagger it out because I need it so much um yeah I did yeah sorry to to go back um we talk a lot about codependency and my sister said such a great thing yesterday on the phone that shocked me to my core and I was like must bring it up so you know we talk about how bad codependency is and it's not good um she was saying that she she read an article about or a quote about how every relationship is somewhat codependent it's you've got the codependency and the independency with every single relationship, whether it's platonic or, you know, family, friends, or whatever. Um, mm. And codependency is good. Codependency can be good. It just depends on what levels and the balance of codependency to dependency. And I never thought that codependency could be a good thing. I, I said that I was doing the same thing, Florence, on the phone. I was like, I was like... 
it uh, cannot ever be good. But there's an element of you're friends with somebody because you need something from them. You know, you need yeah. their laughter or their joy or their opinions mm. or their thought processes. And that's also a part of codependency. But you shouldn't ever be dependent on someone. No, but I think that's a different things. that's a different thing, right? Like codependency is just going to mean that if you don't, if you have a moment where that person isn't around anymore, mm-hmm. then it's going to be more of a struggle for you. But then that is just the human human experience that's human nature, of grief. Right? I'm trying to yeah. think of like what I desperately need from Sam, <clears throat> apart from penis, <laughs> <laughs> apart from his amazing sex, um, his company. He makes you yeah, laugh. Intimacy. He, makes you feel warm. he yeah, he, yeah. All, all of them good things. Yeah, he he is lovely. Um, <laughs> but then that's you know like I. I I can get that myself. Yeah. But also the relationship wouldn't be there if he didn't give me those things, right? Yeah, but I think it's only codependency when you can't get any of those things that you don't so desperately need from from yourself. But you are dependent on yourself first. Yeah, and we think of codependency in the extreme way of, of... you know, like not being able to leave the house without the other person or having to call them constantly to ask them, you know, if you should do something or, oh, what do I wear tonight kind of thing. Or if they're the only person that makes you happy. Like that's what yeah. where I got in my situation. Yep, 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 yep. As you've mentioned before, it, it's so hard to integrate yourself back into real life after yeah. that person. I think it's probably just working out a way of dealing with codependency and figuring out what, how to work with your partner and both of your needs and making sure that you're always putting in the time and the space for yourself and your own personal development yeah. as well as the relationship's development. Yeah, especially when you're feeling down and feeling like you need that from another person. That's the time when you need yeah. to be like, okay, how can I get this myself? But also, let's just go back to Bridgerton for a second. Okay. How fucking hot? Why is why are period dramas so hot? Like oh I don't days. know what it is. There's so much sexual oh, tension. It's like fuck. it's too much. And no one even fucking kisses. Like there, there is no. That's why there it's is so hot. No, I think because you're like it is catered. Oh it is catered to like the mind, right? This maybe this is why a lot yeah. of dudes don't find this fun or attractive because it's all romance. There's no. It's touch or I mean there's a lot of sexual tension but there's nothing raw I mean sorry to generalise men I'm sure there are plenty of dudes out there that fucking bum Bridgerton raise your hand (laughs) and put it out proudly 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 because it is just it's all you know like stares from afar and it's basically like every single fantasy that we've ever had of people that we want that we can't have or whatever fuck I was talking to my friend about it and I was like, oh my God, imagine if this was the way that we we dated these days. And oh, she was like, she was like, days. but isn't it just actually still the same? Like we're all just out here waiting to meet our husband. And like, when you take away everything else, like fundamentally, mm-hmm. we're yeah. waiting for a man to come up to us and impress us so much with whatever he's about <laughs> that we will be like, yes, I will marry you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
yeah, that is just sort of, I would say, the, the laws of attraction. And <laughs> But this is on another level. Like, you can't touch oh a woman, goodness. and if you get caught, then you've got to fucking marry her, and you've got to get the dowry involved. And like, Also... The shame like, of a family. The, the way that they love each other enough to marry each other, that's lust. Yeah, that's not that love. is lust. Like, yes, they're, they're just, is, there's oh. so much, like, sexual... Imagine the sexual tension Fuck. if you hadn't of, like, had the choice. Although, I guess, like, the guys, they do go out and, like, get laid still. They go yeah. to, like... the sex workers. The sex workers. The whores. Also, um, like... If you were anyone in Bridgerton, what would it be? Because I was thinking that I would probably be the the actress girl that sh- that he um the main character in this series was fucking before, because I would definitely be going for the unavailable man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would be the um you would be the brother that goes to the the orgy art parties. <gasps> yes. Yes, please. Thank you. I'm very happy with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's great. Um, Well, what's funny is that obviously we're talking about like dating and attraction, like through these things. I've been on dating apps again for like the last week. And there was one guy that I started talking to. And the way that he said some like compliments to me, I was like, these are the compliments that I actually wanted to hear. Let me just get it up actually, because I just thought it was really cute. And he was like, he was a poet as well. And I think I was just like, he's in tune with, with his like emotions and minds and like intellect. And like, you know how on dating apps, people are just like, oh, you're so hot or like, you're so pretty. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, look at your smile or whatever. The smile was like, okay, but. Um, yeah, the smile one's possible. <laughs> but he, so this isn't probably gonna go anywhere, but because um, he's just gone through a breakup and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, jokes, you should listen to my podcast. So I sent him the, like the name of it and he started listening to the last episode and he was just like, you seem great, Florence, smart, creative, vulnerable, but in a positive sense. And then it's just like, you're great, Florence. And I was like, that makes that? me feel so good. Oh, shit. My and badge now I'm just like, widened. Right? So hard. Like, what the saying fuck? Saying that I'm clever and smart. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You see me from my brain, not from my tits. You see me. <laughs> you see me. You are like that. That's the thing. It's like all we do want is to be seen yeah. fully, and you can't be seen fully just for your outside looks or whatever. Like, yes, I'm beautiful and gorgeous and hot, but like, I'm clever and smart and posi- vulnerable, but in a positive way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a beautiful quote. Nice I... one. What did you respond? Um, I'm. I'm not sure, maybe just like the emoji with loads of hearts around it. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. You should I just respond like, oh, and be then. like, this was such a great compliment. It was good enough to get on the podcast. So nice yeah. one, bro. Mm-hmm. Maybe he will listen. I mean, I do kind of, I want to, I might meet him. I might go on a date with him. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Hope it's not yeah. all talk because fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I do not trust text messages or anything, man. You've got to meet the people in person. Do not form oh a God. relationship with their text self. It's, it's you know what? fit to failure. 
you know what I've been doing recently? I swear there's just like a new person that I'm talking to like every single day and it lasts mm-hmm. for like a bunch of messages in that day and then we yeah. just don't really message. Fizzle out. I think this is the age of um, uh, impatience and the fact that we're we're choosing to watch media that's shorter and shorter and we're not mm. spending as much time and we just want really fucking quick information and i think it's the same with dating i think we go oh nice little dopamine rush okay cool and then like it dies really quickly um and that goes for everybody i i I was exactly the same i'd be really into someone and then absolutely bored of them the next day um yeah and they hadn't even done anything it gets to when the date is that you arranged for the next week you're like yeah meh yeah, I'm not excited anymore. Yeah, which I believe the, the the cure of that is don't allow yourself to get excited. Don't talk that much. Just fucking meet them for a goddamn drink. Yeah, ASAP. although I I like to suss out if I'm actually, this is actually going to be worth my time though. Like yeah, I need to know that we have some kind of good like communication, like good banter mm-hmm. on text before. Because you can tell if I'm not vibing with you through text, I'm like... It's really like, you know, that would be quite rare to vibe in person. And yeah. also, whenever I don't go with my gut feeling and I'm like, oh, I'll give them a chance, you know, I'm always just like, what the fuck did I come here? Oh, shit. And it's always a really bad date. Mm. And I'm like, I need to, I do need to scout them out properly before because I just, I know when I'm going to get on with someone or not. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that must just be where our different sexualities play a part because for me, it just doesn't matter. Like I almost don't yeah. want to know anything about them before I fuck them because the more I know about them, the less attracted I'll, tr- attracted I'll yeah. be. Well, I'm and not looking like, to just yeah. go and fuck them really. Yeah, I actually, mean, neither am I, to be fair. Like, <laughs> I, You know what? I'm going off sleeping with someone on the first date. I don't think. Oh, I think that would make so much sense. I think that would be wise because that's Mm. how you find your attraction with somebody. Yeah, I want more. I want more like Mm -hmm. anticipation and intimacy built before. You want, you want Bridgerton. I'm (laughs) cancelling the one night stands. Shit, one night stands. Unless there's like immediate, like amazing sexual chemistry you know like and that's what the vibe is but i just don't know if that will actually happen yeah fuck okay well i'll be on the other side of like one night sounds forever yay that's hot (laughs) so you're having a housewarming party tomorrow and i have got some chaps to wear oh my god yeah i fucking know underneath them Nothing, absolutely nothing. Maybe some <laughs> pants if you have to throw them on, but nothing. Come okay, just in chaps, nice. please. It's so, so cold outside though. What sort of debauchery is half gonna happen at your party? Well, to make it clear. People coming. I mean, in my opinion, everyone's hot that's coming. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't go by my means like without track record. <laughs> <laughs> um, there will be hot people. I'm trying to think of like, there are bare hot people coming. Is there single people? Yes, yeah, the single hot people. But it's whether or not you want to bang them. Like, please feel free to shag any one of my guests. 
the permission well, is granted. This is the thing. I, I don't I don't fuck on the first day. That's anymore, so, so true. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, everyone's gonna be in motherfucking cowboy gear. If it wasn't clear, it's western themed. So, if, oh do my you, god. Do you even need to know who they are to want to fuck him in cowboy gear, Florence? Oh my god, I hadn't even clocked. That's my all time fantasy. Right? Oh my god, I can't. I can't wear just knickers. They're gonna be soaked. Everyone's gonna see. <laughs> Don't sit on any of my seats, please. My my velvet seats. <laughs> just get Florence. This is like, my sexual fantasy. You please, can we just like forego the no rule of fucking on the first date just for this party? I beg of I you. I do need to get laid. Yes, and please, if you need to, use my bedroom. It doesn't have a lock on it, so it's at your own risk, but a bit of a risky action. My favourite thing absolute favorite thing is to fuck during a party that's like really yeah like remember your party yes (laughs) yes and i just went off with two dudes (laughs) yeah and had half a threesome only fucked one of them while the other guy watched and semi got involved which is such a shame but and then came back to the party that's my favorite thing i've already give given sam the comms i'm like so just to let you know i really enjoy fucking at a party and then going back to the party so gonna fuck at the party i'm just gonna wait i mean again let's let reality check put a cowboy hat on the door handle if someone's fucking in the bedroom oh my god yes no one's gonna pay attention to that we're fully gonna have people walking in and just my luck it'll be my brother and my sister or something (laughs) or maybe my mum because my mum's invited i always invite my mum to my party oh my god your mum's coming yeah she's she's already got her outfit i'm so happy She's like, oh of my course God. I'm coming. I look amazing. I was like, yes, you do, mum. Yes. Wait, oh shit. I hope there are some hot cowboys there. I hope there is. I really hope so. I'm trying to think of like single people, single hot people that you would find attractive. But then again, will it matter if they're in cowboy gear? Will it matter? <laughs> Who fucking knows, mate? We'll find <laughs> out next episode. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is the sole reason why I wanted to do this theme because everyone's going to look so fucking hot. Oh, God so damn. God damn. God damn. Just, as long as they put on their cowboy accents as well. Uh, oh, my God, Then I'll yes. be wet as a... Wet as a waterfall. Waterfall, I like that. So, curious fuckers, you're going to have to listen to the next episode of finding out what happens at the cowboy house party. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say cowboy. Western, Wild West, because it's not just about cowboys, cowgirls too, cow, cow days as well. Am I going to well. ride cowgirl? Who knows? Yeah, that I'm is so the question. It Get won't on happen. that rodeo. Whenever I... I go out and like think that I'm going to have sex, it never happens. Yeah, <laughs> so. but it's nice to keep an open mind, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, hopefully there'll be something juicy to talk about. Anyway, at least you're going to have sex at your party. I mean, again, like reality check. I want to, but might not happen. <laughs> I might be too busy being a host. It, there's, it, there's kind of not really anywhere we could fuck in private here, you know, like apart from yeah. the bathroom. And I don't really want to fuck in my bathroom. Mm-mm. Okay, well, let, we should go because we've been chatting our curious fuckers' ears off. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. But I did just want to mention, oh my God, look, I'm wearing some Curious Fucker merch right now. So you might want to check it out. It's on our website, www.comecurious.co.uk. It's just, it's like a t-shirt. It's pretty cool. Um, It's got the Curious Fuckers Club logo on it and you might want to get it. Nice marketing. Nice one, bro. Nice. (laughs) 
Okay, the T-shirt's actually really cool. It's got like this really cute little heart in there that says Curious Fuckers Club. It's a white tee. It's unisex. Anyone can fucking wear it. You've got to get your hands on it. Get your uh, hands I, on it. I'm not wearing mine today because mine's still dirty from holiday, but uh, it'll be clean soon, I swear. <laughs> Okay, curious fuckers, you know the drill. Leave us a rating and a review because we love to hear from you. And make sure you follow us on our social media. That is at ComeCurious, at ReadAmberX, and at Florence Bark. You could also send us your fuck off stories, which is the type of story that makes people go, fuck off. <laughs> and of course you can catch us all on youtube where we're putting up vlogs talking about the podcast yeah you can even watch the podcast if you're listening to it right now watch it on youtube whoa, i know whoa see all of the facial reactions that florence and i do that you don't get to hear on the podcast and yeah that's it i think see you next week curious fuckers see you next thursday i know i fucked, see I fucked it up see you next thursday <laughs> see you then bye bye love you In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.